You're listening to The Incomparable's Total Party Kill podcast, in which a group of friends play Dungeons & Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode number 109, posted June 2017. The Legendary Hugging Wall. Welcome back to Total Party Kill. I am your DM for this adventure, Dan Morin. I have the right initials for the job. That's why they picked me. Uh, this is picking up on our last installment of the adventure, Death House. And we have a wonderful crew of adventurers assembled, most of whom are still conscious at this point. Really? Uh, we're we're going to run down the list and we're going to have them reintroduce their characters. Let's start with Aline Sims is here. Hi, Aline. Hi, I'm actually, call me Emra Soliana. I am a wood elf ranger, and I am not conscious right now. (laughs) I have negative four hit points, and I'm not going to point any fingers at anyone who may have, like, gone for an orb or anything, but I'm just saying. you're too good for that. That's all, yeah, yeah, (laughs) just, you know, just taking a little nap right now. Also here, Brian Hamilton. Hi, I'm Bellaman, and this has been my character voice the entire time. <laughs> no, hi, I'm Bellaman. I'm a dragonborn sorcerer, and I'm in okay shape. Uh, I have no one to blame for that at all. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Erica Ensign's here. Hi, I am playing Bruldish, the, uh, the dwarven paladin. And right now, I would be very scared because I'm... Slightly possessed by a small child, uh, except that I'm unconscious. I'm at negative seven hit points. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm not exactly scared. But when I wake up, I suspect I'm getting the heck out of here. Just saying. All right. Uh, I think we can all agree the man of the hour, Micah Sargent. Hi, Micah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Aloha and hello. My character is Elevore, and he's feeling pretty great right now. <laughs> Uh, Elevore has three hit points, is a half-elf druid, and totally didn't go for an orb that means nothing, because DM Dan Morin, open quote, DM, close quote, is not a mean person who makes me think that orbs are worth value that are worth hardly any value at all. Right, and if there's... Yeah, that's his fault. I tell you, if there's one person who knows about being a dungeon master and all of the uh, mean things that you get to do that come with that, (laughs) it's our last player, Scott McNulty. Hi, Scott. Hello, I am playing uh, Karakir, a tiefling monk who, for the record, said, maybe we shouldn't touch that orb. (laughs) (laughs) And everything worked out great after that. So... As we left, uh, to a quick recap, our characters found themselves, after being at a campfire, um, they found themselves mysteriously transported to a land of fog and shadows. They're not really sure what the deal is, but they found a town. They found some creepy-looking children, and uh, they investigated a reports from those children of a monster in the basement of a house. They've been exploring that house and have found, among other things, that those children were perhaps not exactly what they thought they were because they found the dead skeletons of those children dead skeletons redundant yeah sure um and not in dungeons and dragons that's true that's a good point yeah it could be undead uh, skeletons most mm-hmm. recently you have ventured into the basement of the house which seems to contain a fairly large dungeon and you have fought some creatures in that dungeon and yes most recently some shadows that have been somewhat problematic for your party and as we draw back the curtain uh two of your members are unconscious most of you are probably not doing too great but you dispatched those shadows 
which means now you are out of combat and you have a chance to uh, heal up your colleagues as much as you can and decide what you're going to do next. So I, I leave it to you. Uh, I think we have two characters who are both at negative hit points. You can attempt to stabilize them with a medicine check. I have been stabilized right Good. at the All end right, so of you should. Time. I think I was too. All right. If you're mm-hmm. both stabilized, I think you are now at zero hit points if my memory serves. Okay. That is correct. And then we can wait uh, 1d4 hours and you will gain one hit point. <laughs> oh, great. Um, I do have a question about the uh, the death saves. Do the failures go away or is that for the whole day? I believe they do. Well, they didn't used to in failures 40. reset after a long rest. Is that right? Yeah, I, I will take a look at that for a second. In the meantime, you can I think if you are at least if you are conscious, you should be able to spend a hit die if you have one. Uh, in order to get some more hit points, but that uh, I'm not sure for our uh, for our uh, our unconscious but stabilized folks, you may need healing from a external source. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we have an external source, but we might just have to wait. Are both of the unconscious people the people with all the healing spells? I have, I have healing, a healing word. Spell. Okay. Do you have any left? I thought you were out of spells. Oh, uh, I have three. I think left. Uh, I think you may have three total, but zero oh, may be gotcha. the number you have currently <laughs> left. Yes, yes, mm. I do have zero. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. As for the rest of you, uh, the number of uh, your death saves is reset to zero when you regain any hit points or become stable. Oh, okay, thank so goodness. good news. You're not. You're not in current uh, uh, dire. <laughs> well, you're in <laughs> well. somewhat dire. <laughs> It could be worse. Yeah, it I, could I be have raining. one spell slot open, so I can cure mm-hmm. wounds. Me too. Same. If yeah, I have no way to uh, if heal I wake up anybody, and I have a single hit die to to spend if I wake yeah, up. Me too. Agree. Yep. All right. So Twinsies. here's what Twinsies. we're gonna say. We're gonna say that at this point, you guys decide this is a great time for a short rest, which is an hour. I will say after that hour. Bruldish and Imra both return to a single hit point and are Ooh. conscious. And anybody who in that hour wants to use a hit die, if they have one, feel free. Um, the other question will be if any of you, I don't know if any of you regain spell slots during a short rest or not. It depends class to class. Does it? Yes. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, I don't re- regain any spell slots until a long rest, which we're not doing. Yeah, because that's six hours, so you'd have to, like, find some place to nap. All right, well, I'm going to use my single hit die. I did as well. So I'm up to eight HP without using... I'm up to eight HP without using Cure Worms. I'm, I'm at ten. We're no longer twinsies. What if I have uh, medicine as <laughs> a very powerful skill of mine? Well, medicine is very good for patching people up, but it doesn't necessarily let you regain any healing. Usually, I think that's that requires how you stabilize me. So I, I do appreciate that. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> so that's basically that. Let you that let you get your use your first aid knowledge to make sure that your friends were not in immediate danger of dying, but your options for healing them are limited because you don't really have a good way for them to rest or recover. It generally, requires magical means. Noted. Yeah, we're in Death House. I think we're always in somewhat immediate danger of dying. <laughs> there is always a little bit of that. So, um, two, now that you guys are sort of upright, um, you will recall that you are in this room, which contained a wooden statue, uh, as well as some skeletons shackled to the walls. Uh, the statue was formerly holding a smoky gray crystal orb. 
Elevor now, Elevor now has that. Uh, <laughs> you can, if you ever make it out of Death House Alive, you can. It's worth twenty five gold pieces. You can totally hock that. Shh, you're rich, hey, Elevor. Hey, Elevor, can I see that orb for a second? <laughs> I just want to hold it. I think it may have some mystical monk abilities. It doesn't include crushing blow because <laughs> you may not. He's very protective right. of his orb. I I also need a long rest before I regain my spells. Yeah. Okay. So you guys are uh Honestly, gonna be as soon as challenge. I'm awake, I, I will either cower in the corner or just try to leave unless somebody stops me. Because I'm freaking out right now. I'm so scared. This has never happened before. I've never been scared. Seeing as how many of the corners are featuring skeletons, mm-hmm. uh, may not be a good idea to crouch in a corner. <laughs> you've, you've never been scared? I think we should go back upstairs. I think we should go back upstairs. No, we can't do that. We, I think we should we've go back gotta, upstairs. We've got to figure this out. We've No, we, we have to figure this out. Why? That is a good question. Because that's what we're here for. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get out we've of the death house unless yeah. we figure it out. Yeah, I think... A, Across the street, I believe, is the Life House. And why don't we just go there? <laughs> what a great band. Not a great band. <laughs> I will also remind you, um, I think when you guys leveled up, each of you got an inspiration die, for those of you who have not used it, which is basically a d20 that you can use to sort of give yourself uh, advantage on a roll. Um, just keep that in mind, something that you might want to use at some point. Can you have more than one inspiration? You can only have one, time? anytime. Oh, I, I didn't know one. that. I should have I should have used my last one then. Uh so there's still this ghostly chanting, is that right, Dan? That's right. The whole uh the whole downstairs you've noticed, uh basically wherever you go, as soon as you came in, you could hear an eerie incessant chant- chanting, but you weren't really sure where um it came from. It was kind of hard to localize. Uh you do feel I think at one point you decided it was getting a little louder towards the north. Um, because I think you found some stairs down and were, uh, which is over here on the north. Um, and I think you decided that the, uh, the chants were likely coming from that direction. There are a few areas you have not yet investigated, mostly to the north. There were also some crypts that you passed before that you elected not to open because it might be dangerous. And fortunately, you escaped that danger. So that's we're great. sharks, so we don't want to do that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so at this point, you have decisions to make about where you want to go. And so to the west, I guess, home. thanks to I want this to go home. map, is there, that's a door <laughs> next to Imra? Uh, next to Imra, you can see, I think that's just at this point, there's not so much a door there as there is just an open um, hallway that goes around the corner, but you haven't really looked around the corner yet. Let's look around the corner. <laughs> Wait, Roll no, your... no, I'm not going to say anything. No. I'll peek around the corner down there. All right. So uh, Karakir will peek around the corner, and you see that hallway ends in what appears to be a another door. <gasps> Guys, is it a I found door, door or is it a slab? What's that? Is it a door or is it one of those this slabs? Is a, this is a door. There's okay. a door there. Is it, is it a wooden door? Uh, it is, as with most of the doors here, I think a lot of them are stone. Is it a stone door? It is a stone uh, door. Does it have a doorknob? Uh, sure, it does have a doorknob. <laughs> does it have any uh, markings on it that I can see by peeking my head around the uh, the lintel there? Um, I don't think that there is uh, much. Uh, no, there's not really anything in the way of markings on it. It seems like a fairly standard door of most of the kinds you've seen before. Super I'm interested in this door. Yeah, this is a very interesting <laughs> door to you. <laughs> 
Hey, everybody. I found a, a, the most interesting door in the world. <laughs> I, think, I think you should go through that door. Go. Does it look safe? Does it look safe? Uh, it doesn't well, matter. Go inspect the door. It has less skeletons near it than this room does at the moment. I'm going to walk mm. into the hallway and walk up to the door. And mm-hmm. I will uh, attempt to listen at the door. Do that knock, that dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, and see if anything knocks back. <laughs> Shaving uh, a haircut? Yeah, that one. <laughs> Uh, okay, you're attempting to listen at the door? Yeah. How, how are you doing that? Uh-oh, that's never a good question. <laughs> uh, I will, I suppose, just kind of, you know, I'm not going to touch the door, but I will <laughs> get as close as I can and try and hear uh, something using uh, perception. Okay. Yeah, roll a perception for me. Yeah. Uh, 19. 19 is pretty good. Uh, from as far as you can tell... There is nothing on the other side. There's no noise coming from it at all. You haven't noticed anything. It's quiet. Do I think quiet? No, we don't have any rogues with us, do we? I think you are rogueless. Mm. No. No, but but uh, Elevore has been able to pop a couple of locks for us. Ah, uh, pop and lock. If Elevore. it's if it's, if it's <laughs> locked. Yeah, wait, is it even locked? I don't well, my question was I don't know if it's trapped, but I'm going to open it. I'm going to try to open the door. Is Do it, it. Uh... All right, so uh Karakir grabs the door handle and Karakir, something weird happens. Oh uh, damn, oh, damn you... it. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it that you know, in D&D I expect something to happen. So is the weird thing that nothing happens and the door just opens? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. You grab the door and when you grab the handle, uh you realize you can't let go. Oh my god. Hey, also, uh, this story is really interesting. Tries to eat you. Also, where to bury the lead? <laughs> <laughs> Scott, yes, uh, you are. Am I dead? You are gonna. Uh, no. No. Ah. My characters yes. love mimics. That door is a mimic, and it attacks Karakir. <sighs> so we shall Ooh. do some initiative here. I'm just rolling a d20. I have a, a 19 initiative. If you're anything like, okay. like a fox, you could always chew your arm off and we could just go the other way. Well, on my character, it says exactly like a fox. <laughs> good, good. Let's start that. So. I rolled a 16. I have a two initiative. Uh, all right. Let me bring up the tracker here. Okay. So let's see. Ruldish, Bellman, Elevor is already in there. Imra, Karakir, and you all to the initiative. There we go. Mimic gets a nine. Karakir, uh, normally you would be up first. However, I believe because that mimic probably got a chance to get the drop on you. I was prepared for this. <laughs> <laughs> Always prepared. Uh, so let's see what he's going to do. Maybe he just wants to hug? Yeah, so he's adhering to you. See? Um, and that's, he's going to That's how I describe hugs. <laughs> Uh, do a pseudopod attack on you. I wake up in the morning and I adhere to my wife. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Say good morning to her. <laughs> cleave to her, as it were. That's right. Um, okay, uh, 11. 11 will miss. All right, so it tries to stick to you, but it's, uh, it's sticky, but not like so sticky that you're, you're like peeling it off slowly. Um, but it doesn't Ugh. seem to have quite managed to get you into its grasp Gross. the way it would like. And now... It is your turn. Uh, so I am not stuck to this mimic. Uh, yes, I don't believe you. Well, hold on, let's see here. You are. Uh, You're the well, DM, you did so you touch can tell it. 
All right, so uh, let's see. If you can make a uh, ability check, let's see, make a, a, a escape a check using either strength or to sort of pull yourself off mm-hmm. or uh, some I sort prefer, of dexterity to escape. I prefer dexterity. Okay. Uh, I'm stuck on Mimic brand because Mimic's Mimic stuck, stuck on, on me. me. Uh, <laughs> 14. 14? Yep. All right, you managed to peel yourself away from the Mimic. Yay! Um, and I am going... Now, is that my action, or can I take the disengage action? Uh, let's see. That was probably your action. You can move, though. You just might prefer... You would uh, potentially provoke. Uh, correct. I will uh, try move. Okay. So the Mimic will get another attempt to hit you. Bring it on, Mimic. Uh, 13? 13 misses. All right. So Karakir deftly slips away from the mimic. Bravo. I say there, that door, while interesting, is, uh, here's a fun fact about the door. It wasn't a door. It's a mimic. (laughs) (laughs) I rock back and forth. (laughs) Oh, and also it's much scarier now down there. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to picture that, like, you know, Bruldish was like, no, is it a scary door? And Karakir's like, a door never hurt anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is... I'm questioning everything in my life. Uh, Mimics of unusual size? I don't believe they exist. (laughs) Uh, Imra, uh, Karakir has told you that that door is not a door, but in fact is a jar. And is a mix. The door is a jar? The door is a jar. Smash it. It's it's a a jar, but it's It's a full of hornets. Shatter it. (laughs) You you love jars, Scott. It's fine. I I I was going to say, Scott knows all about jars. That's right. The door is a jarring. All right, so if if I just, like, I know we did this last episode, too. Uh, if I kind of, like, peek around the corner and hit it with my short sword, is that something, like, I can do at a disadvantage? Or? I think we decided you can do that at a disadvantage. Okay. There is a corner there, but you're, like, doing something really awkward, right, where you try to, like, bend around and, <laughs> like, poke it from far away. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to try that because I don't want to get, like, super close to it. I don't have a lot of HP, so. All right, give me an attack roll. And if it's a disadvantage, you roll twice and take the lower. Uh, so I think you got a ten, 10. with the lower one. Yep. Uh, which is not quite enough to hit a mimic. So you like reach around the corner, but it's so awkward trying to like get around the corner that when you like the short sword can't quite get there. Okay. Um. Well, since that didn't work, well, even if it had worked, I'm gonna move back. Um. So maybe it'll come in here and <laughs> give us a little bit more room to hit it. Uh, okie dokie. Uh, Bruldish, it's your turn. I'm rocking back and forth in place. <laughs> free, free action. Yep. That's As it. a free ach- action, I'm going to hit Pat Bruldish a little bit since I'm standing right, right next okay. to him. So <laughs> Bruldish is, is freaking out. The Mimic's turn. All right. The Mimic's going to go and run up and try to... Uh, yeah, that's my Mimic impression. I hate that uh, Mimic noise. <laughs> mimic the Mimic. And try to pseudopod Elevore, who is the closest person there. And um, the mimic says, give me back my orb. <laughs> <laughs> Elevore 15 versus AC. Uh, that is gonna hit. All right. You're gonna take some damage there. Uh, five bludgeoning damage. All right. I am n- negative. Negatory. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All right, and you were also, in theory, stuck to it, but it may be less excited about being stuck to you since you are unconscious. 
Stuck to me, stuck to you like glue. Negative two hit points, folks. Uh, all right. Well, Elevor, good news. It's your turn. Roll a d20 for a death saving throw. Get a 20. I will do just that. Don't get a one. 18. All right. Good. Oh. You succeeded that. So you are you are still doing okay there. Um, and that is your turn. Bellamin, we're around to you. All right. Great. I'm going to use my quarterstaff to try to bludgeon this uh, this mimic into submission. All righty. <laughs> that's a critical fail. <laughs> so you swing wildly, but this thing is like is like dancing around, making its its creepy <laughs> noises, and you're like, your wild quarterstaff flailing is not exactly landing any hits on the mimic. <laughs> Yakety sack starts playing in the background. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Karakir. Um, I will also use my quarterstaff. I'm sorry, b- before I do that, uh, Bellman, did you want to do anything else with it? You could try to move, but you would provoke an attack. Although, uh, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Already, no, it has done on this turn yet. It did it on last turn. All right, Karakir, you are attacking it with your quarterstaff. Quarterstaff. Uh, uh, 20, I imagine, might hit. That'll hit. Uh, nice. I hit it with my quarterstaff. I miss with my uh, fist. It's probably just uh, as well, because, you know. I, I think so. <laughs> but I had to do it, so it takes 10 points of bludgeoning damage. 10 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Nice. And I, uh, I guess I'll stay there. You stay there. All right, Imra. All right, it is far away now, so I am going to hit it. Well, theoretically hit it with my longbow. So that is seven. Oh wait, no, twenty. Skipping steps. Seventeen. Seventeen will hit. Okay, and that's seven piercing damage. Excellent. All right, so the mimic gets. It's not how it's a arrow stuck out of it as well. Uh, it's looking a little. Uh, confused, but it's still pretty hungry. Brule dish. All right. Now that I see it, I'm like, ah. So I'm going to make my charisma saving throw to, oops, that's, everything's tiny. Try that again. Um, 21. 21. Very All nice. Right. Okay. So you steal up your courage to face down this uh, scary monster. I've just had enough. I'm just going to run at it with my axe. And <laughs> just, oh, <laughs> ah, screaming. Die, you stupid door. <laughs> See what happens. Uh, I rolled a five. Oh, all right. So you try to plant your axe in it, and unfortunately, you mm. narrowly miss, and and it chinks into the floor right next to it. Ping! And so, unfortunately, no damage there. But you've steeled your courage up a bit. The mimic decides uh, that. Let's see. It has. Who's the last person to hit it? Character. Uh, yes. Okay. So it seems like that is great. It will attempt to hit you with a pseudopod. 17. 17 will hit. Uh, All right. So you uh, will take seven, or sorry, uh, five bludgeoning damage. All right. I'm I'm okay. It's still in door form. Um, So I think you are currently still, so it's going to hit you and stick to you a little bit, but it will not be able to uh, do anything else to you on this point. But next round, it gets advantage on attack rolls if it's... grappling you basically okay so i'm currently grappled yeah so you're currently being grabbed by this mimic gotcha all right elevore Ugh. i rolled a one wow oh, you guys oh. need to bring your games up here guys come on elevore remember when i said don't roll a one so uh you're rolling death saves that counts as two failures yep. oh nice mm-hmm. all right so somebody who is near elevore is probably going to want to try to stabilize him yes because you have one failure between you 
and eternal rest. Mm-hmm. You know what? It wouldn't be so bad. <laughs> At least everybody I have my here orb. hates me. It's fine. Ah, <laughs> uh, Bellamin. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you can do uh, if you have medicine. I don't know how your medicine skill is, but if you have a decent medicine skill, you could try to stabilize um, Elevore. Even if you don't, I you don't. can I try. Really, really don't. Yeah, I think you just have to roll a ten or better, or get a ten or better. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really don't. I'm rolling terribly right now, so I'm going to try to quarterstaff Elevore. the mimic no. again. <laughs> quarterstaff me. Okay, that was an 18. I regret not using that. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I was going to say, Bellman decides to change sides. The mimic sounds pretty good. Join the forces. <laughs> this door makes a lot of good points. <laughs> uh, so what did, what did you roll there? Uh, that was an 18 versus AC. All right, great. So you hit the Mimic. What kind of damage do you do? Uh, Ooh, uh, eight bludgeoning damage. I got a uh, critical success nice. or complete D6 or what the term <laughs> is. It's not natural 20 because it's a natural six, I guess, for <laughs> a D6. Max damage oh, yeah. as we uh, call it in the biz. Something I wanted to mention, just to be clear, I re- as I recall in the last encounter when the shadows hit some of you, they reduced your strength. They did. That, That's go- right. That went away at the end of your short rest. So oh, if you did alter anything to take into account, everything is back to the place where it should be. Yay. So keep that in mind. Um, Phew. Okay, so that was an additional eight damage, right? Yes, eight, eight damage to mm-hmm. the mimic. Eight damage to the mimic. All righty. Nicely done. Uh, Karakir. All right, so I am already grappled by the mimic, so I yeah. am just going to uh, hit it with my quarterstaff and then try and punch it in its... Knob. Stupid face. (laughs) (laughs) Keep it clean, people. (laughs) Punching knobs and taking names. That's right. Uh, Jabbing the knob. 11. Does 11 hit? 11 does not quite enough. You like punch it, but it's it's Uh, natural armor. It seems to be okay. It's knob is armored. So I punch it. Well, I hit it with my, I miss with my quarterstaff. I punch it uh, for five points of damage. Nice. Okay. Then it takes five points of damage. Uh, all right. Anything else, Karakir? Uh, uh, I cannot try yeah, and you're, escape because I attacked right. it, so I'm chilling. All right. Imra. So I need to be right next to Elevore to be able to do a medicine check, yes? Yeah, that's... Okay. Gonna... Could she squeeze into that, like, half square? Uh, yeah. I think you could if you wanted to. I think there's enough space there. <sighs> All right, everybody hates me. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody hurts sometime, Elevore. Uh, Well, there's a reason I'm not a healer. Okay, just don't, you know. All right, so I'm gonna move next to Elevore. More of a herder. I really am. I I like I like hurting things. What can I say? Druids. So I'm really sorry, Elevore. I rolled a two, and I have a plus two modifier, so I did nothing. All right, so you're like, Elevore, wake up, wake up. And Elevore is like, Ow. Oh, were you, he's out. Were you casting a spell, or were you doing a medicine check? I was doing a medicine check. Oh, Does I Does that count as a fail for Micah? No. no You've been quiet. No, 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 I don't want that to fail. It is not, it does not cast, cast as a fail. Uh, don't remind makes, the DM. <laughs> can it please count as a fail, dear God? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Imra is shaking Elevore, but Elevore is stubbornly unconscious. He never does anything the party wants, like, wake up. <laughs> I think I maybe even, like, hurt him a little bit. So, you know, a little yeah. overzealous there. 
You gave me whiplash. Uh, all right, roll this for a round to you. All right. Well, I have one spell left, and guess what I can do? I can cure. Um, I can cure wounds. So I'm going to use my last spell to do a cure oh, wounds. It's beautiful. On Elevore. <laughs> the music um, swells in the background. Someone herself. finally is healing. <laughs> so you get eight uh, eight hit points. So you start oh. from zero. You start from Micah. zero. And ha- yeah, so you'll, you'll oh, be at eight. Oh, cool. I but get to start from zero? Yep. But you're prone because you were knocked down. So you'll uh, have to spend some of your action to get up again. So basically I had to like dodge a little bit because I'm worried about the mimic and just sort of like reach out with one hand and just ding. Ding. All right. So Elevore is back up, which is great. Because uh, right, he's oh, right you can always you count on the, me. You can always count on the paladin to come through. All right. The mimic here. But the mimic is adhered to Karakir. He's really, really very fond of Karakir. Well, you and know, so, this door and I have known each other for at least seven to ten seconds and i feel like a strong bond has developed in fact you feel so the mimic feels so strongly about it that it will bite you uh attack 12 that will miss all right so it bites into your armor or whatever you're you know you're like a monk so you're not even wearing armor i am not all right it like snaps at you but it doesn't quite manage to uh where you're like you like got the arm and you're like oh oh, uh, too slow mimic (laughs) i uh fend off its advances (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> very nice uh elevore <laughs> okay so i obviously spent some of my attack to get up um uh, half your movement oh wait yeah move sorry move to get up yeah so you're not going anywhere but you can still have a chance to attack what can i do since i had to get up what does that leave me uh, that's fine you, that was just your movement so you if you oh, want to like gotcha. run away you would be like limited as to how far you go but you still have all of your attack left so you can treat that as normal. If I try to hit this thing while it's stuck to my pal, what is That's that? Fine. Okay, That's fine. I'm not going to hurt hurt. I, I mean, how close are you in character, really? <laughs> yeah, I think Look. I like this door better than I like you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay you for to, I'm waiting for oh, Elevore to try to like bludgeon this thing to death with his orb. <laughs> <laughs> you like this more than you like me, I hear. Hmm. You know what? Time to change sides, Elevore. Mimic uh, is hiring. <laughs> look, the cult of the door is sounding pretty, pretty great right now. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm afraid to do anything that's going to hurt anyone. No, um, you're fine. You're fine. You can totally attack this without any negative effects on character. Okay, then I will. S- am I close enough to scimitar it? Yeah, absolutely. You're right, right next to then it. Then I'm going to scimitar it. An uh, eleven, as we have, I think, learned, is not quite enough. So you try to scimitar it, but it like rebounds off its natural armor. Mm. Bellamin. Quarter staff time. Oh, that's another critical fail. Oh my god, guys. <laughs> All right. Uh anything else, Bellman? I pat uh Elevore on the back as a free action. <laughs> Bellman, are you better at are you better at using spells? Because you could always back up and just ray of frost this. I thing. have no spell slots. You have cantrips. Cantrips do damage, which we learned at the end of last time. That's right. You can cast as many cantrips as you like. Well, one around. Oh my god, why didn't I use poison spray? Your bonus to hit might be be higher with a spell than it is with a a physical weapon. Yeah, because you're like a sorcerer, right? Yeah, it is. I just am rolling terribly regardless of if I have. (laughs) He hates magic. All right. Oh, my turn. It's a secret. (laughs) Very, yeah, that's a very conflicted (laughs) character. Uh, Karakir, you're up. Oh, that's me. There's, uh, a, mimic, there's a mimic stuck to you. I, I've, I've got a mimic stuck to me, so I do the only thing that I should. I try to 
kill it. Smart. Something touches me. I try to kill it. Uh, well, just like in life. Uh, Twelve. That's enough to hit. <laughs> and uh, oh, a thirteen. So I hit it twice. Uh, nice. So that is five and seven. So twelve altogether. Very nice. Twelve damage to the mimic. It is not looking so hot, um, but it's still it's still stuck to you. Why won't you die? Uh, Imra. All right, am, how far away do I need to be to to use the longbow? Oh, you're, am I okay? you're you're fine right here. You basically okay. don't want to use it when you're adjacent, adjacent. to the bad guy because yeah, because it's hard to use at point blank range. But when you're a spacer away, you're all set. Okay. Oh, frick, uh, so I rolled a seven. <laughs> uh, oh no! So I'm just gonna retire this d20. What's um, your modifier? Do you roll a seven natural seven, or you was that after your pluses? Oh wait! Oh oh oh! Twelve. Twelve. Twelve? Well, Twelve. That, why that's enough to hit a mimic. Holy maybe, maybe even kill a mimic. Yay. Maybe. All right. MID8. All right. Ooh, I rolled an eight plus three is 11 piercing damage. Is the Very most nice. I can do. All right. That mimic is not quite dead, but it seems to be on its what? last pseudopod. Rule um, dish. <laughs> this mimic has got me quite in a jam. You're uh, you and you know about jams. You know from jams. <laughs> That's right. Um, <clears throat> so, Brulish, can you finish off the mimic and save your? Let's friend? see. Halo, be with me. Yes. Try and get it to its threshold. Twelve, 12. is enough. <gasps> but is three damage enough? How is it three? Oh, you did you? Is that your natural strength, or did you not up your strength again? Do you only have a plus one um, to damage? Yeah. Really? Okay. That's what it says. All right. Okay. Just checking. Just checking. My strength um, is only 12. I'm not super strong. Okay. All right. All right. Um, I didn't know if you had reduced it due to the whole oh, shadow thing. I totally did. Yeah. I didn't realize that. So what is your what is your strength normally? 17. Yeah. I was oh. going to say, that seems a lot. So so your modifier is what? Plus three? Yes. It should be plus three. So, so that would have so been two more. five damage. Yep. I got good news for you. Five damage. Three damage will not kill a mimic. But five damage... We'll kill a mimic. Yay! Yay! Well done. So, Bruldish, tell me how you finish off this mimic. After after begging for my god's god's help, I just raise my axe as high as my little dwarf body will let me and just bring it straight down on top of the pseudopod. Uh, so you bring it right it down through that door mm-hmm. and the door goes... And then just like cleaved in two. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. And it, uh, it turns back into a uh, creepy looking creature now that it's dead. It no longer looks like a door. I continue to hit it with my axe <laughs> several ch- more times. Mimic kindling is what you're making here. Mm-hmm. That's right. Now it's a, a screen door. Uh, well done. You have defeated the mimic. You are hey. out of combat. Okay, you guys. I this is this is awful. Nobody feels yes. good right now. I honestly think we should go upstairs and bolt ourselves in in one of the little rooms. Uh, perhaps that little one where the the kids were. I think we should go up there to that room and close the door and just take a long rest and come back down here when we're feeling better. I like that plan. Although I I don't know if there's any urgency right now to find this monster or anything to in terms <laughs> of like trying to find everything. Right, without like, doing a six-hour rest. Yeah, like why? The, the, I no, like the idea of having all of my stuff back in mm-hmm. order. Me too. That yeah. I can use. Um, I mean, or we could leave the house and and you know hide in a different house. I, I don't know. We just I, we, we don't know what we'll find in other houses though. That's yeah. true. At least we yeah. know what we'll find here, which is mm-hmm. mimics. <laughs> I really like the idea of that that the uh, the room 
uh, where the kids were. Hey, yeah. I'm on I feel like for... that's a safe place to be. I will say, just FYI, um, mm-hmm. now that you defeat that, there's no longer a door in that doorway down there. Okay. Um, so you can see that there's like a room beyond. <gasps> oh, I wonder what's in that room. Wait, no. My vote is weak. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Let's investigate that later. Yeah, because I'm I mean, unless to... it looks like a room that we could just. But it's right there. You know, close ourselves in right here. Because... Well, there, there's no door. <laughs> oh, right. Never mind. <laughs> we killed it. Yeah, I'm, I'm down to Point. 8 well, HP. I have no hit dice. I have one spell slot, so I can cure wounds. But, like, I'm I'm down to pretty, pretty bare I'm bones. I'm on team. Go back to the kids' room and rest. Mm-hmm. Although that room might have uh, some healing potions or something in it. <laughs> but we don't know that! <laughs> that healing potion might be a healing mimic. I like that everybody's like, you remember that room with those two child skeletons? That seems like a <laughs> safe place to hang preferable. out. <laughs> safe place to go. Yep. I want to stay there. That seems, it seems, I, I'm just playing the character. I feel like, I feel like that was the place the kids wanted to stay. So that's the place I want to go back to. You had some ideas last time. I, I don't know if you uh, finished formulating them, but you were, um, I know, uh, Bruldish and Imra, you were asking about removing this particular mm-hmm. possession. And so it might bear at least some thinking on what you could do that might solve that problem. That might be the kind of thing that we could do while we're taking a long rest. <laughs> yes, we have a chat. <laughs> or perhaps the answer is in that room. I don't care if there are Just healing potions. Healing potions, healing potions don't bring back spell slots. This is true. That is true. So... If you want to go look, that's fine, but I'm not coming to save you. I sit down in a huff. <laughs> I'm going I'm to peek my head through the doorway of this okay. room just to see if there's anything Something in there. weird happens. <laughs> something. That doorway is also a mimic. <laughs> <laughs> something weird happens. Nothing happens, which is in itself weird, as we know. Uh, there is a room here. Uh, it is a, uh, basically, it looks like some sort of den, essentially. it's Ooh, it's a den. Yeah, there's like a big screen TV. No, there's a... <laughs> There's a chandelier suspended above a table in the middle of the room. It's flanked by two high-backed chairs. Uh, on the table, there's an empty clay jug, some clay flagons, uh, some iron candlesticks in a couple corners, but their candles are long since melted away. Um, but basically, yeah, it seems like this was sort of a some sort of room used for rest, relaxation, something no, like it's, that. it's a restroom. <laughs> a rest, rest room. Huh. You say? <laughs> and I will just go ahead and reveal um, this part up here since you can basically figure out that those quarters connect up there. Ah, uh, there we go. All right. Well, this room is not as exciting as I'd hoped. Uh, there is also, uh, just to be clear, there is, is that also... an open doorway? Or yeah, door? there's an open doorway over on the other side of the room. Mm. Could we, like, Can I see what's this through that doorway? Barrier? Barricade? Through this doorway? Uh, would you like to step into the room? Um, would I like to step into the room, you ask? No. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> I'm staying far away from the room. I will not step into the room, although I would like to. <laughs> I'm not going to. I mean, you can see that it start, there's like a short hallway, and you get the sense that there's probably a room basically just around the corner there. Okay. Um, just around the river. But right. you can't make out any details of it from where you are. I walk away. Okay. I explain what I saw. I assume nobody wants to go look. I am actually um, on board with Scaredy Cat's plan. I, I, I think we should go rest. I, I think we should go rest. Which one of you is Scaredy yes. Cat? <laughs> All of us right I, now. I don't know what's happened to our paladin, but but Roldish. but she's just not not meeting my expectations yes. of, of bravery here. It's That's time for right. her performance review. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. We, we think that you're an important part of the team, but... <laughs> 
no. There's some performance issues that need to be addressed. Am I going on probation? (laughs) Would you like to do anything else in this room before you leave? I spit on the statue as we walk by. There's a statue I can smash or like something. Yeah, you can totally. It's made out of wood. It's pretty easy. You can set fire to it. Ooh, Uh, yeah. That doesn't sound like a good idea in the basement of the house we're about to rest in. Did we search this room, or did we just take the orb and uh, deal with the consequences? I think we looked, or at least I remember rolling some stuff to try and get more information about the orb before. I think you rolled on the orb. I'm not sure you rolled beyond that. I rolled no. perception, but I only got a seven, so it's just a room with skeletons in it, right? Yeah, uh, that's pretty much. I want to search the uh, the statue and see if there's anything other than the orb. I got a two on perception. I'm still just yeah, rocking back and forth. I got a 12, so I'm not sure if I'll find anything on the uh, statue. Were you looking specifically at the statue? Yes. Uh, the statue, as far as you can tell, it's kind of crude, um, you know, and other than what you noticed before, which is like it's a gaunt, pale-faced man wearing a big black cloak, uh, and he's got a wolf next to him, and his right hand is outstretched and empty now, uh, but there's not much... You know, you get the feeling that it was clearly made by the people who were hanging out here. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it was not like a, you know, piece of professional art so much as a sort of weird uh, figure of adoration that somebody decided they had to carve a statue of. It's crude, like he's making a naughty gesture? Yes, exactly. <laughs> you can That's tell right. now that you've removed the orb from his hand, that his middle <laughs> finger is... <laughs> That's why it was there. <laughs> oh, any... I should have known. Did right. anybody else roll perception on this... Uh... On the room or anything? I did. I got a two. Okay. You're, on the room as a whole. If you bothered to look up from your huddle, you might be able to tell there's a room there. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a, a, a 19 just for... Ooh. Perception? Yes. Yeah. Nice. Um, Imra, you noticed something kind of off about uh, the east wall. And specifically, right around here, right here in the east wall. <gasps> Do not investigate. Oh, my God. I'm intrigued. <laughs> you you notice that some of the clay on that wall has sort of like peeled away and you can kind of see what looks like just rotting wood behind it. There is a secret room back there. There you go. There's that's that's what you know. All right, so I think there's something on that wall. I don't know if we should check it out though. I'm kind of um <gasps> I look over and I walk over to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still I'm still team. Let's let's get some rest. You're killing me. This monk is killing me. Right. I run away uh, to the other side. I'm taking notes. Character, you notes. walked up and you can tell pretty clearly as I you get there that it. there's there's clearly a wooden panel behind that uh behind the sort of clay wall here Ooh. and uh it could be pretty easily sort of the clay could be knocked away uh, along with that rotted wood. You suspect this hmm. might be a door. This is uh, running for dear life. I suspect this might be a door. <laughs> Wrong Bellman, way, where, Bellman. Bellman, where Wrong are you way. going? No. I'm no. running away. <laughs> You're going down the stairs. Down the stairs. Yeah, detail. That's a good way oh, to I run away. I thought it was upstairs. <laughs> no. Thank no. God they stopped Bellman. <laughs> Further so, down. There's a door here. Uh, I kind of want to open it. You look back and we're all huddled in the corner, scared. <laughs> but uh, if everybody uh, doesn't want me to, I won't. Hey, hey, I have an idea. Because I heard Carrick here talking ish. <laughs> Why don't we just let Karakir go in there, all on Karakir's lonesome, and see what's in there? If it's a room, I don't know. Maybe it's just a pocket in the wall. I didn't, I didn't quite catch. Maybe that. it's another mimic. Mimics love hiding behind clay. Little known fact. Uh, mimics also love Karakir. Yeah, that's I mean, true. We can, we can just go rest for a little bit and then come back down and this investigate. Is true. 
Like, yeah. And, yeah. like just because we rest doesn't mean that we don't come back here. It just means that we yeah. get more than H- 8 Unless HP. <laughs> Unless something happens. All right, I'm not going to open it, but uh, I would like to. It looks tantalizing, character. <laughs> <laughs> I get re- my hand reaches out to it very quickly. I'm, I'm clip grabbing Kirakir and kind of like pulling him. Like, Let's go. Just, come just on, for fine. Just... I'm hanging out with Elavor. Yeah, I'm on my way back now. All right. So, are you guys all going back upstairs? Is that the deal here? Yes. Yeah, yeah. to a room with a door we can shut. Okay. Um. So. You guys head back upstairs, which takes you all the way back. In fact, let's just uh, pop and lock ourselves back to uh, the first map. Look at all these things we've killed. <laughs> There's the broom. Oh, I remember the broom. Oh, good times. Yeah. Remember that time we killed a broom? Remember the potato? The potato, yes. <laughs> Is all an effort to terrify Bellman into being afraid of uh, regular household objects like brooms and uh, <laughs> doors. <laughs> As all this adventure is intended to do is make you scared of these things. Um, okay, so you've decided to lock yourself into the room with the two childlike corpses and the dollhouse. Uh, did you just pick that lock or did you break that door down? We picked it. I picked I it. Think we, yeah. Mm-hmm. He picked the lock. Okay. He popped um, and locked. So you feel like you could probably secure well, it again. Brace it shut with the Utoy chest, perhaps. Yeah. That should probably stop any marauding monsters. Like <laughs> I mean, some of these monsters can go through walls, I assume, anyway, so it's just we're at the corner of the house. I'm I'm fine. This is a spare sheet and cover the corpses. I thought yeah, you find a spare say. sheet and hide under it. <laughs> <laughs> with the Pump corpses. Two holes in the with sheet. The and then I'm gonna pretend to be a ghost. <laughs> this this room's always to use my control water effects again. <laughs> so a uh, a long rest is a period of eight hours of downtime, but you can spend two of those hours doing sort of non-strenuous activities. Like um, talking about the fact that Imra suddenly got even bossier than before. I know. And- <laughs> it's amazing that happened. Learning my new dance routine. And the fact that I'm suddenly scared. I don't like yeah. this. Um, so you may be able to sort of uh, chat and try to figure out what you might do to solve yeah, the problem. Let's do that. Am I self-aware enough to notice this, or do I need somebody else to uh, yeah, I was roll too. something? That's a good question. Um, I feel like why don't you make a um, why don't you make an insight roll? And if you don't thing? do well, I'll roll insight and use that to kind of talk to you about yourself. <laughs> therapy. You'll roll therapy. There's That's my right. insight roll <sighs> of a five. Eight is not great either. Emra, blind, what about leading the blind. <laughs> should should we all try some insight? Yes, please. Uh, Sixteen. Mine. Oh, okay. Imra, you seem pretty like you sort of now that you have a chance to like back off a little bit and think about this. You remember like the ghost sort of, uh, particularly the ghost of Rose um, was very seemed kind of like like a bossyish type, and you definitely remember being like sort of psychically um, attacked by the ghost. So you, you're starting to put two and two together and you feel pretty strongly like this is not you. This is some element of the ghost possessing you. Um, and you would guess there's basically uh, two options. One, you can sort of think of like you might be able to sort of scare the ghost out of possessing you. But there might be a more long-term way to sort of deal with the ghost. You suspect that it would have something to do with like sort of like laying them to rest. Hmm. 
So I, I convey this. So since we came into this room, I felt a little weird. I mean, I know I was impatient before, but I feel like that's kind of ramped up a little bit and I may be a little bit more um, reckless and bossy than I was. And I'm wondering if it has something to do with these kids. And I'm wondering if if Bruldish is maybe feeling the same thing. I don't know. She came in here with me at the same time. So I'm not feeling bossy at all. <laughs> okay, I didn't yes, articulate that well. <laughs> <laughs> I shrug like an obnoxious little brother. <laughs> yeah. So, so I don't know. Is there is there something is there something we can do to make maybe make these these kids and their spirits feel better? Hmm. I did pray over their bodies. That was a thing I have already done, but that was you felt like that was a good step, but it probably mm-hmm. wasn't quite. You you know you Bruldish, you have a feeling since you you mm-hmm. are a paladin, you have has some religious training. You want to give me a religion roll, actually? Yep, rolling now. Eleven. Yeah, um, you feel like that was good, and you're on the right track, but maybe you didn't take it far enough. So I don't know about you, but our customs, uh as druids and as elves is to return to the earth after our death. Um, these folks are laying <laughs> in rooms and well, that's... I covered them with a sheet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like synthetic fibers and we know what the Bible <laughs> says about that. It's polyester. It's yeah. Not okay. Roughly hempen hewn sheet. <laughs> so <laughs> what probably needs to happen is some, some good old classic burial. And possibly some like sanctification or holy. I don't have the spell that the anybody actual, have some olive oil. Yeah, official thing. Um, you also so let me think here. Someone who is the most sort of is is uh, Burldish the most sort of clergyish of all of you. You don't have a cleric, right? Well, I no, because I wanted to be a cleric, but everybody right, died, okay. so I couldn't do it. Um, you also might. Some of you might remember uh something. So like Elavor's idea strikes you as a good one of somehow finding a way to like lay these children perhaps mm-hmm. literally to rest. I mean maybe um, we could put them in their actual crypts downstairs in the basement. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After after our rest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So you sort of discussed this idea and and during that time you set up, you know, a, a watch just to make sure that nothing oh, yeah. springs upon you unaware mm-hmm. and you take a night's rest. Yay. Um, right. How many right. hit dice do we get back? So you get back um, half half of your uh, your total number of hit dice, but you always get at least one back, I believe. How do I know what my total number of hit dice is? If Should it's not be on based here? on your level. I think you all have two hit dice. Okay. Okay. So mm-hmm. if For you at least a sorcerer, yeah. So you will get one back if you already okay. had one. You will now have two. If you had zero, you now have one. Yay! Yay! Ooh. And what does it do for hit points then? Uh, all you regain all of your last hit points, so you're up to Yay. maximum. So anyway, let's take these bodies <laughs> down mm-hmm. to the crypt. Yeah, does somebody have like rough, you know, like threaded needle? We could you know, nicely sew them into the sheets. Oh, actual, yeah. I have a uh, calligrapher supply, so I write on the sheet. <laughs> dead <laughs> <Corpse>. child. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Don't dead. Open inside. <laughs> We well, are terrible people. I... <laughs> hey, don't don't we don't we? This is not we. This we, is he. I feel like you are able to fashion mm-hmm. a, a makeshift, makeshift sort of shroud for the remains, mm-hmm. 
and then carry them back down respectfully. The, respectfully. Back down I to will the carry, dungeon. They're probably small enough that I can carry both of them. So I think I that's probably true. So let's go back down. Very uh, respectfully. You are back at the bottom of the stairs where you came in before. And as you recall from last time that you walked past these, uh, I believe that the ones to the north, those are the ones you didn't bother going into, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, the ones to the north are marked with uh, rows. Uh, the top one with a. Uh, so this one is. Oops, on the wrong thing. This one is marked Rosavalda Durst, and this one is marked uh, Thornbolt Durst. So each one is sealed with a slab, so you're going to need to actually remove the slab in order to do this. I remove uh, Rose's slab. Uh, give me a strength uh, athletics check. Athletics is a thing I gotta check on the sheet. Do, I do, can do, help do, with do, that do. if you want. That's true. I think Paladin might be. Uh, oh, natural twenty. Oh, oh, wow. Uh, Bellman is just like. <laughs> so you uh, you pop them. Which one did you open? Uh, Rose. All right. So this. Remember, I wanted to check these corpses uh, or these crypts before <laughs> uh, the did. orb incident. Hey, or the <laughs> that door is not a mimic. That's good. All right, so you open <laughs> up, and there is basically a uh, an, a sl- a empty coffin on a stone bier. Okay, I will uh, I will gently set her into the coffin and say some prayers to Hela and whatever other gods I think might be appropriate at this point. And is there a, a lid for the coffin, or do we just sort of close the? Yeah, you the can slab? like you can mm-hmm. you can sort of lever the lid on lid on top mm-hmm. and close the slab behind you. Okay. Um, when you place the uh, the child's remains in the coffin and seal it up, Imra, you feel a weight lifted off you. You no longer feel excessively bossy. You will return to good old Imra. (laughs) 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 Bordering on excessive, anyway. Now you're you're not bossy. You're the boss. Yeah, I am. You're the bosser. Oh, Bruce Springsteen, I'm such a huge fan. Welcome to our D&D campaign. <laughs> All right. Um, well, Bellamin, you did such a great job with that first slab. You want to uh, crack open the, the next? Let's do it. Uh, lightning doesn't strike twice, but let's do it. I uh, hang out, kind of... I uh, crack my neck. I uh, you know, <laughs> stretch a little bit, and I go, yeah, I can do this. I got a 17... Uh, that's a 20, non-natural. Wow, okay. That's, wow. that's enough. You just, like, lever that sucker right off, and there's another empty room with an empty coffin and a stone beer for you to do with as you wish. I will do the same thing, perhaps with a little bit more, more intense feeling since okay. you know, sort of carrying his, uh, mm-hmm. his spirit. And as you say the words, mm-hmm. you want to feel that cloud of fear that had descended upon you and sort of colored everything that you did washed away as though you have stepped into a beam of sunlight. And you are no longer afraid. Ooh, I, I turn back to everybody and smile a great big smile, which is really creepy given all the scars on my face. <laughs> Excellent. I'm back, baby. All right. <laughs> so you uh, put that slab back into place. Yep. And here you are once again in the dungeon. That, that's, that beam of all sunlight right. dissipates as you realize you're still stuck in a dungeon. In a dungeon. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, off to that clay wall. Boom. Hey. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. I followed it. Open that clay wall. <laughs> I start chipping away at the... Uh, All right, you basically can just... You realize there's a, basically a door behind it that you can push open. Open. <laughs> Thank you. Quality fully work as always. <laughs> Beyond it, you see a stairway. Oh, there's God. so many stairs. This one is going up. <laughs> Who yes. designed up. this house? 
all right, I want to see what's up. Yeah, <laughs> it, we've already been everywhere else in the house. Let's. Uh, this well, we is probably like a secret we passage. Have we haven't been down. No. Oh, is the, is the ghostly chanting still happening, Dan? Oh yeah, yeah. Is, if is anything, it louder more... from back here or? No, it's it change. It does not change. I mean, it maybe gets a little quieter as you go up those stairs. Oh, okay. okay. Are you going up those stairs? I still want it. Yeah. yeah. All right. My, my thing... So, do we need our marching order or? Eh, you're fine for the moment. At the top of the stairs, there is a stone landing. Um, a, and there's a six foot high ceiling. There's close fitting planks above you with a wooden trap door, uh, set into it. Is this the bottom of the dumbwaiter? The, uh, the trap door is bolted shut right here, but you could easily bolted undo from this that. Side or... yeah, it's bolted from this side. All right. I unbolt it and ready for a face full of dust as I open it up. All right. You unbolt it and we'll just, uh, pop back for one second here. You find yourself in the den that you may recall mm-hmm. from the first floor, right over here in the bottom left corner of the map here. So this den mm-hmm. here where there's a, mm-hmm. a bunch of little wolves, and there's a fireplace wolves. and stuff like that. Basically, you lift the trap door and a section of the floor that you did not realize opens right up. And mm. there you're in the den. Yeah. Well, there you go. Okay. Well, Good all know. right. Back down, guys. Here's back. our quick escape. Down. I take, right, back I take up, one. Back up. Oh, Long, one long, lingering look at the marble staircase. Oh, that marble. <laughs> <laughs> you admire the marble and then down as you I descend. I like the fact that it's shiny, but I couldn't tell you why. All right, so you're back down. You have found a trapdoor that leads up into All right. the house proper. Okay. Now there's that other, the dining room or the, the den-ish room down here that has that yeah. doorway. Let's, yep. let's, let's go there. Can we yep. do like perception checks in that den-ish room? Sure. I'm going in. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna search this room. I got a thirteen in perception. Uh, there's not much in here other than everything seems pretty. I mean, there's those candlesticks. There's some empty clayware on the table, but uh, otherwise seems you know kind of dusty, like a lot of the rest of the stuff. And there's doesn't seem like it's been used in a long time. Okay, what's down this hallway? Can we see a little farther now that we're in the room? Sure, absolutely. You can see uh, what looks like uh, is someone popping their head around this corner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So you see Take what looks peek. like a bedroom. Oh. Uh, it's a bedroom, guys. This contains a large wood frame bed with a rotted feather mattress, a wardrobe, uh, a pair of iron candlesticks, uh, an open crate, which contains a bunch of torches and a leather sack. Uh, and at the foot of the bed is a wooden footlocker. And yeah. I got a 17 perception to see if there's anything else sort of hidden around in the room under the bed, whatever. Um, there are some dust bunnies under the bed. Um, but bunnies. Uh, other than that, um, are you looking in any of the things in particular, like the I'll wardrobe? I looked in the sack. And the sack in the crate contains uh, 15 candles. Nice. Oh. Only 15. One more and we would have had something. <laughs> Candles. <laughs> See, it just doesn't work as well. Should we check the mimic footlocker? Yeah. Yeah, not me though. I kick. I kick the footlocker. <laughs> you kick the footlocker foot. just to see if it tries um, to stick to my boot. It does not stick to your boot, and sort of the lid rattles. From what you can tell, it's unlocked. All right, I open it. Uh, you open it and find in it. Uh, there's a cloak, uh, a small wooden coffer. There's a chain shirt, a mess kit, uh, a flask, a lantern, uh, what looks like a set of thieves' tools, uh, a yellow leather book. <gasps> I take it. I, I hand the thieves' tools to Elevore. All right. So, Bruldish, when you take something out of that, uh-huh. 
Uh, it's the thieves tools. That's what I'm reaching for. Yep. You grab the thieves tools and you hear sort of this weird like crumbling sound almost um, from the walls behind Bruldish and behind Bellamin. Okay. Um, and all of a sudden, uh, arms burst out of the wall. Ah. Mm. And try to grab Bellamin and Bruldish. This happens all the oh, time. Oh, it's a hug. <laughs> <laughs> we found the, myth, the legendary hugging wall of Death House. 